0: Well, I want to welcome you all to another Daily Decade, your Rosary on the Road. I hope everybody had a very pleasant Father's Day weekend, especially uh, all the fathers that are listening in, both spiritual and biological. A little bit of a jury weekend, but you know, you have some sunshine at the end there. It was a a great reminder to me, and I know I, I normally don't do this sort of thing at the beginning where I yammer on for a little bit on a subject that has really nothing to do with what's later on, but I think there's a lesson hiding in it, and I wanted to share it, so Uh, it was a lesson to me, anyway. You know, I you go online, and I know that this is distributed online, it's distributed to people who spend most of their time online, and if you go online this weekend, if you went online this weekend, you saw nothing but just wall-to-wall hatred, just hatred of Christians, hatred of fathers hatred of white men, just all over the place. It was ever, it's, it's today, this weekend was the victory lap of all of the most indecent elements of our culture and our society. But you know, when I went around yesterday and I, I went out with my kids, and my wife went out and got some lunch, did, went to a park, spent some time there. Of course, we went to church on Sunday, so we spent a good time, and a good amount of time at church, as one, one does on, on Lord's Day. And you know, I didn't make eye contact with a single human being who did not wish me a Happy Father's Day and comment upon my children. Not one. At the gas station, at the restaurant, if, I, if, if we took notice of one another, as two human beings do, looked at one another you know the normal if you look at some make eye contact with somebody you have to say hello you know that's the social rule not one person failed to wish me a happy father's day or remark on my family in a positive manner things are bad out there we live in bad times we live in an evil country if you're in the united states if you're anywhere in the west really there's very few countries that are not run by evil governments we all live in evil times and evil, under evil governments. But it's not so black out there that there's not some light to be seen. And I think it's important for everybody not to lose sight of the fact that there are still a lot of decent, normal people in this world. They might be heretics. I think probably the vast majority of people that I saw were probably American evangelicals, judging by what was on the cars and whatnot. But you know what, they're still normal, fairly well-adjusted, socially amicable people. And they just want a normal, stable, functioning society. Now, they may not be fully aware of how bad things are, or how to stop it, and all of that. But there's still decency in the world, and there's still decent people. So, even though... Ultimately, the biggest reason not to lose ourselves to despair and to the black pill is Jesus Christ and the fact that his victory will be final and ultimate, and none of us and no one and nothing can possibly undo that victory. It is difficult in the day-to-day to slog along with just that theological promise in the back of your head. There are still decent people in the world. It is not all lost. We don't live in Sodom where not even ten good men could be found. It may seem that way sometimes, but we're not there yet. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. But I just it was very hopeful and very inspiring to me, and I wanted to share a little bit of that inspiration with all of you. Now today's prayer has absolutely nothing to do with that at all. I have an intention uh, for a f- friend of the show who's trying to get a business off the ground and he keeps running into little snags here and there. And uh, I want to pray for him. Uh, he's go- his- he goes by B. I'm going to uh, pray for B uh, and, uh, and for the success of his business uh, and also for the stability of the business partnership that he's forging with someone whose personality is a little bit different than his. They do run into snags here and there. Uh, But I think the thing that B needs most of all is uh, for a calming of his anxieties about this project. So I want to pray for a calming of his anxieties, that he'll place everything in the hands of the Lord and reap the benefits of that if it's the Lord's will that he be successful. I don't want to be Joel Osteen on here saying that if you just pray, pray to God, you'll get that Camaro. Uh, if God's will is that your business is successful, your business will be successful. If God has other plans for you, uh, remember that uh, uh, suffering in life, starving in life, uh, all sorts of bad things that we think of in our worldly minds as bad things are often the keys to our salvation, which is why God is so eager that we should suffer in life, and that we should offer that suffering back to Him. So it's not all roses and sunshine out there, and it's not meant to be. If it were, none of us would ever get to heaven, because we'd be too happy here. But I want to pray for B and for the calming of his anxieties and the success of his business operations. If you have a prayer intention, no matter what it is, even if it's that new Camaro, you can go ahead and send those in to daily decade requests at protonmail.com. That's decade D-E-C-A-D-E requests in the plural at protonmail.com, and it will be a wonderful opportunity for everyone in my audience to pray for you. Uh, it'll, it's a special penance on my part to offer my prayers for everyone out there, whoever sends prayers to me. And uh, every prayer that you send me is a penance that I get to do. So I'm certainly eager to receive them and to add you to my daily rosary. Uh, Which, by the way, now I've got my rosary broken down. So all the daily decade requests are going on the Glorious Mysteries, which will be Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday. So while I've been breaking down, I've, I've put a bunch of my other intentions on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Uh, and I've moved the Daily Decadentions on onto just the Glorious Mysteries whenever I pray the Glorious Mysteries. So you are definitely prayed for. You are remembered uh, by name on my rosary. Uh, and that is in perpetuity until I stop praying the rosary, which, God willing, will never happen. Uh, so in addition to the prayers that you receive here, you're also, like I said, you're, for what it's worth, I'm just a layman. There's nothing special about me, but... You're permanently enrolled on no, my rosary, for what it's worth, or you know, enrolled until whatever you're praying for is resolved one way or the other. But, uh, at any rate, if you want to send in intentions, I welcome them, and that uh, email address is again dailydecaderequests at protonmail Now let's go ahead and turn our hearts and minds to the Almighty uh, and to Our Lady and Our Lord and. And pray for the servant of God, B, for the relaxation of his anxieties about his business venture, and for the success of his new business and business partnership. Today is a Monday, so we will pray in Latin. In nomi patris infiniti in Spiritus sancti. Amen. Pater Noster, vi essen celis, sanctificer nominator, adveniat regnantum via voluntas Tua, sincun in Cedo et in Terra. Panam nostrum quotidianum da nobis Et domini nobis debita nostra, sincun et nos dominimus debitoribus nostris. Et ne nos ducas citationem, sa libera nosa maho. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta Tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris Tui, Iesus, Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, Ora pro nobis peccatoribus nunc et en mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tu moni adibus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei. Ora pro nobis peccatoribus nunc et en mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et en mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris Tui, Jesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei. Ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et en mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et Benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei. Ora per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in oram Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et Benedictus fructus ventris tui, Iesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei. Ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc, et en hora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc, et en hora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum benedicta tu un muri et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et mortis oramortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu un muri et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et Mortis nostri. Amen. Gloria patria fidio et spiritui sancto, sicura rat principio et nunc et semper et secula siculor. Amen. Salve Regina, Mater Misericordia, vita, luceto et spes nostri salve. Ate clamamus, exudis fidia evi. Ad suspiramus, gementes et in haclac ramarum valle. Hea ergo, adva cara nostra, e tuus misericordes oculus ad nos converte. Et iesum, veatum fructum ventris tui, nobis postum ostende. O clemens pia, dulce virgo Maria. Ora por nobis, sancta de genetrix with the digni officiama promissioni Christi. Aremus. For forth we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ, thy Son, was made known by the message of an angel, made by his passion and cross, be brought to the glory of his resurrection. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. O Saint Nicholas of Myra, patron saint of all merchants and business ventures, We ask thy intercession on behalf of the servant of God, B, and his business venture, that it may be pleasing to God, helpful to others, and successful for both him and his business partners. And by thy intercession, may his anxieties be taken away, and may he trust in God, as thou trusted in God, as the apostles trusted in God, and as all Christians should trust in God that we may all together join with God in that greatest of success, the greatest and most worthy of ventures, the salvation of our souls, and that we may join with him in heaven. We ask this through, the, through our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom all good things and all successes come who liveth and reigneth with God the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. For all of us, and all of our struggles, and all of our trials, and all of our ventures, said Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan, and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Sacratíssimo por Iesu, Zerimus. Sacratíssimo por Iesu, Zerimus. Sacratíssimo por Iesu, Avenida Regnum. In nomine Patrice e Filii, e Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Well, I've already offered my reflections on Father's Day, although I suppose I have a few more after the weekend, but, uh, you know, everyone, one doesn't want to... Uh, uh, to overdo it, put too fine a point on things. Sometimes it's better to just leave things where they sit. I've had a couple of different thoughts that I thought might be useful to some people in terms of meditations and meditating on the Holy Rosary. Uh, and it's, you know, I think the one that probably would, is most interesting to everyone, most helpful, uh, is the reflection that I had on praying the Rosary and on the struggles that one has. I have a terrible habit myself of falling asleep while I pray the rosary. Uh, not when I'm doing the daily deck, although there have been times I've been so tired in the car that you can tell when I start to get distracted and lose my train of thought. It does happen. Having a lot of kids and a long commute will do that to you. But even when I pray the rosary regularly, on my knees, in front of the prayer corner, uh, I still, I do have troubles. Sometimes I, I do doze. I say sometimes, almost all the time, every time I pray. There's uh, a quote, you know, quotes by Padre Pio are a dime a dozen, and half of them aren't really genuine. So it's always tough to determine whether or not it's real. But I tracked this one down. I think it is real. He has a, a quote about the rosary. When you tire and pray in your rosary, rest a while. And pick it up again. It doesn't. It doesn't sound particularly profound. You know, it's not one of these great spiritual insights like Saint Anthony and the flowers in the field versus the flowers in the garden. You know, that's, that sounds really profound. You know? But there is a profundity to it. It's a simple profundity, as one expects from Padre Pio, because what he's talking about is. The value of saying the rosary and how the rosary needs to be said. How any prayer needs to be said. If you find yourself distracted while you're praying your rosary or any devotion that you might be doing, but especially the rosary, you find yourself falling asleep, as I do. And I know that I'm not the only one. Other people are attacked in this way. There's monks that talk about the demons standing there putting out their eyes when they try to pray because they fall asleep in there. they're starting to doze while they're praying because the demons keep poking them in the eyes. And it is true that it is a diabolical attack. Nothing There's nothing so displeasing to the devil as us drawing nearer to God through prayer, and that's what prayer does, and the rosary most of all. When you start to doze while you're saying your rosary, you put it down, and you go back to it. And no matter how many times you have to go back to it, there's a value in struggle. God sees all of our struggles he sends us most of our struggles our struggles are there to improve us and to test us we talked about divine love being a test you know they the uh, uh the the belief, the uh, passage from scriptures that our god is a consuming fire and uh his love is a fire the sacred heart is full of fire and that fire can warm us that fire can burn us and that fire can uh, also heat away the imperfections like gold tested in fire or, or rust burned away from uh, from from steel when it's submitted to the hot coals there's all sorts of things that that love can do to us to make us better and the test is one of those oftentimes We know because the church teaches us that God permits demonic attacks against us in order to keep our strength up. A man who never works out, who never exercises, will not see much success when he has to get into a real fight or when he has to do real work. If you don't do the proper exercises to keep up strength, tossing hay bales tends to be a little bit of a better exercise than however many deadlifts or bench presses you can do because there's an action involved that you use every day. There's certain strengths that are built up by physical labor that exceed the strengths, that are built up by deliberate exercise because they use all those muscle groups and they train the body properly. Training the body properly is what allows you to use your strength in a certain way, in the same way that a bodybuilder might in many ways not be as strong as a strong man. The strong man does different things he carries things uh, he's not as interested in uh, the leanness of the muscle for appearance the muscle may look very strong and it is strong uh, but uh, you know it's it has, they have different functions they do different things based on how they're trained we could train ourselves in a worldly way or we could train ourselves in a spiritual way or we can allow ourselves to be trained by God who knows the best way to make us as effective as possible as his servants which is what we're meant to be while we're here and so he often sent us tests and the distractions that we experience during prayer can often be exactly that depending on their intensity and the effort that we put into matching these challenges is effort that becomes merit and grace as we pray these prayers. And we know that the prayers of the rosary bring graces, the showers of graces, the showers of merit that our Blessed Mother shares with us through the prayer of the rosary. And she tells us frequently that the prayer of the rosary can do tremendous things. Our Lady of Lourdes prayed the rosary and set the example of praying the rosary as a means to bring about penance in the world. The rosary was prayed by St. Pius V, Pope St. Pius V, and gained victory at the Battle of Lepanto. The rosary was the means whereby our Blessed Mother, when she appeared at Fatima, told the children that the world would be saved from all the calamities she said were coming. The rosary has tremendous power, more power than almost any other prayer or devotion, I would say, with the sole exception of devotion to the Holy Eucharist the rosary is the most powerful Catholic devotion that exists. That's from a Catholic perspective. Even for those of you who are Catholic that listen to this, though, the rosary has tremendous influence and tremendous power. Why? Because all the prayers in the rosary are strictly biblical. We are imitating the figures of the Bible as they interact with God. The Lord's Prayer in particular is given to us by God himself. It's God telling us how to pray, just as the Psalms are. The angelic salutation is how the heavenly hosts, who are ultimately below us in dignity, who were created to serve us, that's how they worship the world. That's how they worship God and the incarnation of God. That's how they... Showed the dignity of the mother of God is through the angelic salutation which is that that's the Alpha maria for those who aren't familiar with that term and of course the the, the glory be or the, the gloria is uh, strictly speaking probably it's the easiest to understand all the prayers that give glory to God because it, it literally is just a statement of glory to God now and forever well, these, these prayers are all very powerful because of their simplicity and because God loves simple things. That's why he tells the children to come and sit by him and, and brings them into the... and sits among their midst and shows the apostles, unless you be converted like a little child, you will not have the kingdom of heaven. And there are a lot of people out there that much prefer to say their own prayers to stand at the head of a table and think of this very long prayer and prefer that prayer over a simple grace but those simple rote prayers are more childlike and, and simpler and, and more pleasing to God because of their simplicity than any prayer that we can compose or come up with and so the rosary has tremendous power and it has a place a special place in the in the sight of the Lord and so it, it has a tremendous influence over our own spiritual state and our own life. And so when God allows us to be distracted when we pray the rosary, we can be sure that he has the intent of testing us, and we have the opportunity there to rise to a challenge and gain something by it as Roman Catholics we believe we gain grace and merit by it, even those outside the Holy Church, though, that have the rosary and pray the rosary, you know that you're gaining something by it, you're gaining spiritual strength. You may not realize that that's grace that's acting in you, but it is strengthening you spiritually and it's making you a better Christian. If you're praying it devoutly every day, it'll turn you into the the best of Christians, save your soul. And so, when we are attacked, taking the extra effort and saying, okay, well, I know my limits. I can give a better rosary later on if we get attacked again. We stop and we go back to it and we just keep coming back to it again and again until we're done. If you can't make it through all five decades, get get through as many as you can. If it's two, you get through two, you put it down, you come back and finish up later. But just make sure that you finish up later the effort that you put in, the merit you put into setting aside more time to keep going back and keep going back and keep fighting that fight, that becomes merit because it's discipline. And God is teaching you that discipline as relates to your prayer. And so when we accept that test and when we rise to that challenge... It's not just the rosary that's acting on us at that point. The rosary then, in addition to the graces that you gain through praying the rosary, it also becomes a means whereby we become better lovers of God because of the effort that we put into to complete it. So, when you tire of saying your rosary, put it down and rest a while, and then come back to it continue to put forth that effort and if you put forth that effort continuously then eventually the discipline will form so well in you that God will no longer need to allow these torments this distraction this falling asleep if it's falling asleep or letting your mind water wander or what have you because you will have passed that test and you'll probably move on to a greater challenge still but you will have passed that test and you will have gained strength and merit for it. It will make you a better prayer, <laughs> one who a better one who, who prays better. There we are. And my prayer today is that all of us are strengthened in fortitude and in endurance that we might always complete our prayers the as we intend, them. that He might be glo- He might be glorified and honored, and given praise in all of our prayers, as I- as befits Him, the Creator of us all, and the One who fills our mouths with prayer, with praise, and with prayer, because of His goodness, His power, and His everlasting glory. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost.